definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, good morning, everybody, and welcome in to the end of the bench here on 100.7 The Score. It's one of those mornings I have the uh, hiccups. We're in the first United Bank studio. The Visual Edge IT hotline is 806-771-0973. Holy cow. You're just abusing the microphone. I had the thing. Dave Collier. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Well, unfortunately, what was a uh, boring basketball game, unfortunately, got pretty interesting last night. For all the wrong reasons. Uh, have you watched any national coverage? Has, has anybody said anything about it? I watched SportsCenter last night. Uh, but I don't, honestly, I remember other things. It didn't seem like it was blown up as anything huge. Uh, and I, I saw the headline on ESPN, but I didn't, you know. The headline was horrible. Did you see what the headline no. was? It was like Texas, uh, Texas win marred by fans throwing. I mean, it was like, you know, there's... I mean, I didn't, I'm condoning throwing stuff, but there was a reason they threw stuff. Uh, maybe Texas player <laughs> incites a fan base that hates his guts in Win and Lubbock or something like that. Yeah. Um, golly, it's it's um, it's an interesting uh, dynamic. I think you could write a novel on last night. I'm sorry, I'm going to get rid of these hiccups. I promise. Uh, just started right when the the open fired, um, you know, these, these, these stupid games for me, they rev my adrenaline so, so much that I can't come down. And so I think I sleep about three thirty or four, um, you know, miss my morning church meeting, which I love to go to our men's meeting at uh, Trinity Fellowship. And um, then the boy was like, he's kind of s- sick. And then and then Mickey's got strep. And so um, I'm on some fumes here. Um, there's no telling what I'll say, but I, I, I will get rid of these hiccups here in a little bit. <laughs> um, I mean, I've seen a lot of dirtier plays. But when you combine what he is, which is a, a stiff that really can't play, that had finally a decent game against Texas Tech, mm-hmm. all that dude has done is lose to Texas Tech. It's kind of like it's kind of like when Avery Benson went down to play for Texas. All he did was lose to Texas Tech. Uh, you know, you're still even with last night, seven out of your last eleven, you've won. Yeah, <clears throat> thirteen out of your last twenty-one. You've won. Now the overall series, well, big time in favor of tex- Texas, which it should be with the NBA talent that they've had come through there mm-hmm. year after year after after year. They deserve all the credit in the world. There's their Grant got out coached. Uh, our players are not as good as their players. Period. Period. Yeah. 
Well, you're you're undersized, like we mentioned. You, you're undersized, outmanned in the in the pregame show. In the pregame show, I looked down to our side on air, and I say, "Level, look, look how small we are." Yeah. Look, there's no one that stands out in length or or height. No. No one. Okay? So now you're about to play in this league where everyone, even this terrible Oklahoma State team that we're about to play on Tuesday, has tons of length. Yeah. And... West Virginia will have it too. We don't have it. And that's okay. It's year one. He had to throw together a roster at the last moment. Give the guys some some big-time credit for just throwing it together, having to go portal like like crazy. Um, Give him some credit for being 8-7 and in the Big 12 and having a chance to go to the NCAA tournament. Yeah, no, I have no problem with what he's done, and I had no problem with what happened last night. Now it got it, it was certainly probably one of the ugliest basketball games we've seen. No question. I mean, it, the ugliest basketball no game doubt. of the Grant McCaslin era. But I wasn't shocked by it because what we talked about yesterday. You had a team that you was guys sp- picked it right. Congratulate, congratulations. You you saw the writing on the wall, or did you pick Tech? No, yeah, you Texas. picked Texas. Yeah, and it wasn't Luke, because. By the way, Lucas picked. Yeah, Luke, you guys picked it right. I think Lucas actually had, but I, I had like a four point game or something like that, not a twenty something point game. I don't think anybody envisioned it being that bad. But it was. It all came down to like what you said in the first few minutes of that pregame. If Warren Washington's not on the court, and Warren Washington, I don't know that he changes that game that much, just because he's not one hundred percent, and he's not going to be one hundred percent, in my opinion. As a big guy dealing with a nagging foot injury like that, it's going to, unless it just You're, magically fixes itself, which it yeah. doesn't typically do with big men like that, it's just, with all of that, you've had one awful game all year long. And it was against a team that needed that win, a road win in the Big 12. We talked about it. They needed that probably more than you did because where they're sitting – and they want to be in the NCAA tournament. They made a run last year. Let's, I mean, and you mentioned it. They have they have, they have better personnel. Too. Yeah, Dylan DeSue, We sh- we when, saw what and, he and was. You you were pressing that button all day yesterday, it, and you nailed you nailed it. You've seen them play. You've seen how good he's played. You see what kind of a matchup nightmare he yeah, is. That, it it looked. Yeah, the it was a complete mismatch. Anytime he got into the post, and it wasn't just him. I mean, a lot of those guys, anywhere, anytime they got close to the paint, it was a layup. You know who's gone crazy for them and made them an NCAA tournament team is Kendall Weaver. I told I, I talked about him, uh, I think, last week. I don't have favorite Texas players, but I like the way he plays basketball. Oh, the yeah. way he guards the perimeter, the way he attacks the basket, he... You know who he reminds me of in a different physical form is Mark Vidal from Baylor. Mm -hmm. Now, Mark Vidal was a enforcer and 6'8", 6'9", this this physical freak of nature 
that could do everything you asked him to do. It didn't matter. But um, he also did just all the dirty work. He yeah. was the garbage man. And excuse me, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. Kendall Weaver is that way too. Yeah. yeah, he's that's a guy I'm glad you won't see in the future because he's only a sophomore. And I think he's only going to get better. And I hate to say it. But Grandma Caslin said he recruited him like. Like crazy and yeah. couldn't get, convince him to come to Texas Tech. I would love to see him in the red and black. Yeah, and, and you know what? It took him over half a year to be a factor. Yeah. And the fact that he stepped up is another reason why Texas is a completely different team than the one you played in the first yep. game of the conference. We'll have some headlines coming up next. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. All right, welcome back to the end of the bench here on 100.7 The Score. We'll start with the headlines here and obviously the one that we'll be talking about most of the day here. Texas Tech's 81-69 loss to the Texas Longhorns. Red Raiders... Not in this from the beginning. Fall behind six to nothing. Trail the entire contest down forty-seven to twenty-three at the half. Things get interesting and in what was otherwise a not very interesting basketball game. If you're a Red Raider fan, at about the ten-minute mark, I think of the second half when Brock Cunningham decided to make himself the story with a flagrant two, hip-checking Darian Williams into the who's a very nice guy and plays the game <laughs> in an extremely. Um, competitive but fair fashion and, and doesn't talk, just plays. Yeah, and which yeah. I love. I love that about Darian. And I think if it was somebody else in that situation, and I'm not, I'm not going to name anybody, but there are other people on that team. If that would have happened, I think it could have been a lot worse than what it was. And I think the way that Darian carries himself made that situation kind of calm down because Some, you saw Joe who wasn't in on it he was just defending his teammate he had to be held back in well, the situation on, on that hip check too Joe would have been in the fifth row yeah and and, and uh someone on on press row there said the exact same thing you said I don't know I can't remember who it was but it was like um it was after the fact of course it yeah was, it was a, a while you know when the game was kind of settling down and it it's clear it wasn't going to go our way. But um, say, you know, thank goodness it was him because yeah. he has his wits about him. Yeah. And plays the game the right way. And like I said, he, he, he just he just goes about business. There's, you know, there's not talking. And he said something. You could read his <laughs> lips, but it wasn't – it was almost like a, hey – I saw what you did there, and I didn't yeah. appreciate it. And I felt what you did I there. I felt what you did there, and I'm letting you Good know point. right now, but it's at this level. Yeah. It wasn't arms flailing, yeah. confronting him. It was basically like, I okay, I Think of how much got worse up. it would have been then, too, if you've got him – in that kind of hornet's nest, if you've got him going after a, a guy that everyone can't yeah. stand, and they start throwing blows, Yeah, which I'm, I'm telling you – that kind of that kind of hockey check cheap shot situation could result in that kind of thing, and I'm proud of Darian for not yeah. doing it. I did see Darian afterwards, and he was pretty distraught about everything that happened. And um, 
you know, my son and I were leaving late and we were headed to the elevator cause we have all that equipment. And, um, he was, he was in a, yeah, he was in a bad spot right there. Just, just with what had happened. Well, out of all of the He's stuff that happened. Yeah. I thought he handled he himself better him. than the majority of the people. And certainly, uh, a handful of morons in the crowd. I know the majority yeah. weren't, but unfortunately, that group represented everybody. Well, it in the just building. screams out so much because ninety nine point nine percent of all of the basketball games you go to, you don't see anything like that. So now you have basically bombs being hurled onto the floor. There are a lot of people on the floor. We see these huge coaching staffs. We have all these players. You have all the personnel that are around there. And when things are coming from over your head and landing on the floor, it's, it's not a not a fun feeling at all. Yeah. And just a horrible way to to um, to express your um, malcontent at a, a game. And it just I was so angry every time something was hurled onto the floor. I just got more and more angry. And then you see why some of these things are happening. Uh, half the things that were thrown on the floor were shots of fireball. Yeah. You know, and again, we had a full Michelob Ultra go from across the floor from us all the way slide over. Coach Buffington picked up the the GM, picked mm-hmm. up the almost still full can of beer and as a like tried to hand it to, I was like, what am I no, going to do, do with this? <laughs> I mean, I mean, don't give this thing to me. Yeah. I'm, I'm working here. I'm like so, down the thing right now. Yeah, and uh, it's just a terrible feeling. Continue, though. You're doing great on the headlines. Oh, right? well. Uh, I, 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 I was over there with hiccup therapy. No, I, hey, you had, you had to get through that. I totally understand. Uh, so, yeah, the Red Raiders obviously dropped that one, fall to eight and seven in, in conference play. Now have to regroup, get ready for a road trip where they have certainly struggled of late, right? Four straight losses uh, away from the USA. Is that correct? Yes. And, and had you, to- you have had some sporadic success in Morgantown. But it is not going to be easy. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Uh, we do have uh, Texas Tech basketball tonight. Lady Raiders making the road trip to Fort Worth. The last time they won a basketball game was against the Horn Frogs. Their, our coverage begins at 6 o'clock on 107.7 Yes FM. Chuck Hines and Mark Finkner actually en route right now making the trip to Fort Worth. And Yeah, they're doing down and back. Fink yeah. came up after the game, so they're going to. Down and back it. Chuck did offer up uh, that if we needed to at some point in the next couple hours, we could just call him and he would put it on speakerphone and they could do their radio show. I can only imagine a car ride of Chuck Hines and Mark Finkner driving, prepping for a basketball game. So you can listen to that tonight. That one tips off at 7 o'clock at Schollmeyer Arena. We also have the high school fan zone, 6 o'clock tonight on this very station, 100.7 The Score. Uh, a lot of high school basketball stuff going on. The Shallowater girls basketball team in the uh, state semifinals in San Antonio wow. Thursday. So awesome. Good luck to them. Uh, we have softball today as well. The uh, Texas Tech softball team, we don't have it on our air, but there is Texas Tech softball being played as Craig Schneider's team has one more game before they come home for the Janine 
McCaney Memorial Classic. Which they have not underway. played at home yet. Yep. They yep. basically said February road, March. Now let's get yep. back home. Yeah, they're twelve and three, I believe, and they take on New I Mexico. I like him, by the way. I think he's a he's a hey. You know, you you talk dude. about him. He's a he has kind of changed people's not changed their swings, but uh, their approach. And we hear Tim Tadlock talk about approach. He's a great recruiter. He's come from. I mean, think about the places he's worked at. He's worked at Oklahoma. He's worked at Florida State. Yep. And I believe A&M is, I mean, yep. you think about uh, the pedigree there, and he's brought people in. It's the new pitching coach, and other members of his staff are from Florida State as well. He just has a history of being, a, I mean, he knows where to get some of these players. He's been able to bring players with him. I think he's going to turn things around. Not that the softball program was necessarily bad. Right. I mean, I think it was just, you know, a coaching change was made well, a couple very, of years ago. Very middle middle of the pack well, to lower. Well, in the last the couple pack. of years, I will say a few years ago, they were a win away, a strike away from going to a super regional. And remember that year they should have hosted, but there were uh there were hotel scheduling issues here in town. But yeah, he's got that thing heading in the right direction. And you think about it even more after this year. Not that we're looking ahead past this year, but you're not going to have to deal with the number one and number two teams in the country in your conference in Oklahoma and Texas. So uh, that's a look at the headlines that I that's, can think of. And that's a current, head. too. I saw rankings yesterday. Yeah. It's Oklahoma one, Texas two, Oklahoma State three. Yeah. Now you still got to deal with the Cowgirls, but uh, but to get rid of, I mean, think about how tough. Well, you, well, <laughs> you know. It's very top-heavy. It's in, in softball in the Big 12? Yeah, but, I mean, Texas is good. Texas is good. Uh, For a while there, I don't know now, but Baylor was even pretty solid in softball. They still are. They're still, I think, top 25 worthy. But think of the shift that's happened in that sport to the middle of the country. And I don't know if it's because they have the College World Series in Oklahoma City or not. People always complain about that, like, you need to move it around. No, you don't. You don't. It's the – Best place on earth to host that event. They put, and they, I don't care if OU's got to drive uh, half a block. I don't care. Well, it's where it's supposed hmm. to be. And But what I'm saying is there used to be kind of a Pac-12 dominance feel yeah. to this thing where all those teams were ruling the roost, and now it's kind of moved to the middle of the country. Well, they didn't have a problem when the Pac-12 teams were winning all of the College World Series in Oklahoma City. Oklahoma was still there. They weren't winning College World Series. They figured it out. Yeah, it's just they were mad Oklahoma's good. I think Oklahoma hasn't played that many home games yet this year either, and they still haven't lost. So I completely forgot that they're building a new stadium until we drove by it up there going to Lloyd Noble. I think it opens this weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah. Love's Field, something like that. Yep. It looked awesome. Um, and then we got a win in basketball. I kind of miss those days. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. This is the end of the bench. It's Division One football. It's the Big 12. It ain't your murals. On 100.7 The Score. What's crazy is they're back in the conference. <laughs> yeah. A little different coach, a little more flamboyant. Just as good as sound bites, though, probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Dan Hawkins uh, provides you a good sound bite. 
Um, Another Boise State guy. Everything is cyclical, man. In the words of Cody Canada, everything comes back around. No matter how much you cover your ground. This is the end of the bench on 100.7 the score. 100.7 the score. Dead cow! It's nice not to have the hiccups like I did for the entire first segment. <laughs> David had to cover for me. Second segment, start of it. But uh, we made it to uh, hiccup therapy. No hiccup world, which is nice. Got that going for me, which is nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I know it, but yeah. He's a local boy about to become the Masters champion. Caddyshack. Very good. Yeah. Good. Let's say we were going to have to quit the show if you no. couldn't pull that. <laughs> Caddyshack 2, best movie ever. It's my choice Woodman take. So much better than the first. I'll tell you what. My angst towards choice, I think, made that show when he would have just horrendous takes. Yeah. About so many things. Like eating a full breakfast in a bathtub. It's one of the most asinine things I've ever heard of. That's something Brock Cunningham would do. I, I think that's a Brock move. Yeah. They were talking about uh, horse races big time on the program yesterday on the bottom line. They maybe have a horse named Glue Factory. Glue Factory, yeah. I heard that. Yeah. Lucas, let's check that calendario. Your daily look at what's happening in the world of sports, birthdays, and holidays. Let's check the calendar. All right, it's car keys and small change day. Who has Floral design day. You got any change on you? Got the hiccups back. I had 50 cents yesterday, and I immediately took it out of my pocket and put it somewhere. I had one time, I had some change in my wallet. I don't know where I was. And um, I opened the wallet to uh, pay for something. And the cash cashier said, what are you from, Canada? <laughs> you should have played it up. I was like, no, I'm not from Canada. Should have just gave her some kind of random accent. Give her an Australian accent, see if she caught on. Or he, I don't know. Inconvenience yourself day? I'm doing that. National Chocolate Souffle Day. National Public Sleeping Day. We had that going on at the USA yesterday. National Science Day. And National Tooth Fairy Day. What's the going rate for Tooth Fairy these days? Unless Luke is going to have to pay yeah, here in I don't know. a couple of years. It's been a while since we've had to. I bet you inflation might take that thing up to about five bucks. Five bucks, yeah. Get used ready. to be 50 cents, quarter. Dollar in there. You were, dollar. You were uh, banking. Thankfully, I don't have to deal with that anymore. Tooth Fairy. Uh, oh, it's coming for me On again. a break, yeah. With Meltdown Mickey. 
<laughs> She's gonna be pulling them out. <laughs> It'll all be done really quick. Did you ever do? Did you ever pull your own teeth out? Um, no. Yeah, I think I pulled. one I pulled out three teeth out in one day. Really? Yeah. You ever do the old tie it to a string nope. and door thing? No. Nope. Oh, that didn't. Yeah. I just dug in there. I was like, hey, let's kind of loose. Worked it free. One, two, three. Brooks, I guess one came loose at school one day. He pulled it out and swallowed it. Swallowed a paperclip once. Yeah. Brooks has swallowed a tooth and a penny. It was funny. He threw a penny up in the air like a coin flip and watched it. And had his mouth open and it went whoop right in. Straight. It's gone. <laughs> oh. You're like, you can't. How is that? No wide right there. Yeah. Birthdays. Let's see who we got here. Jason Aldean. I don't even know if that's, I said it right. Is it Aldean or Aldean? You're close enough. Yeah. He's 47. He sings country music of some sort. Jonathan Turturro. Oh, man. I love love him so much. Yeah. In many things. Sixty. Sixty-seven. Ray Don Chong, Tommy Chong's daughter. The only reason I bring this up, it's my favorite Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. She's in it. Commando. No idea. You've never seen Commando? I don't think so. Wow. You put that on your Choice Woodman movies to watch list. Phenomenal. Phenomenal, uh... Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Um, what's the... Uh, I can't think of her name now. Uh, who's the boss daughter who recently asked people for money to have her kid go to uh, to Cooperstown for some baseball tournament and she drives like a Porsche? What the heck is that? Her name. can't think of... Alyssa Milano. She was uh, in it as, a, as Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter who was kidnapped... There's a lot of people in it. You should watch it, including Ray Don Chong, who I found out today was Tani Chong of Cheech and Chong's daughter. Uh, Luka Doncic, ridiculously good. How old is he? 25 years old. Like stuff that guy's done at the age of 25 just drives me insane. Uh, Tayshawn Prince, 44. Adrian Dantley. Man, I haven't heard the name Tayshawn Prince in a long time. I know. There are a handful of decent. How about uh, Cassius Winston? That name ring a bell to you? No. Should. Played for Michigan State Spartans uh, in uh, uh, in Minnesota. Uh, Randy Lauren Motter's got $5 a t- tooth. Wow. Are you kidding? That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Inflation's killing us yeah. all, Lauren. Uh, a couple of Texas Tech birthdays as well. Some freshman All-American by the name of Ben Roberts celebrating a birthday today, as well as Aiden Meeks. Happy birthday to those two individuals. Also a pretty solid uh, birthday if you're a uh, head coach. Uh, Hayden Fry and Dean Smith mm. both born on this day. And if you're an uh, Aroldis Chapman fan, at least for one season last year, he celebrates his 36th birthday today. 
There we go. El Jefe knows what I'm talking about. Alyssa God, Milano. Jinxed myself so bad on this hiccups. Lots of hiccups here from Max. The good thing is you've got the, what, like, I've been doing this for two months now, and I still don't know how long the uh, commercial breaks are, but you got a top-of-the-hour break here. Go find one of those bottles with Fireball, I'm telling you. It's gotta be that would knock around. it out. Do you know the, the most effective way to get rid of the hiccups? Isn't it to hold your nose? <laughs> nope. What is it? It's not the scare thing. Nope. Ah! Nope. Take work. off on it. Take off on a dead sprint. Make your lungs. <laughs> it's guaranteed. Yeah. That's the way you do it. You scare your lungs. One time I went to uh, dinner with my wife and Enid, and I had hiccups to about this level. And um, we went to Applebee's, and I just sprinted around the Applebee's twice. Gone. <laughs> well, we know what Hacks is doing in the next few minutes. This building's a little bit bigger than an Applebee's, I think. Oh, lots. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. The end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 100.7thescore.com. Welcome in to the First United Bank Studios. The Visual Edge IT hotline is 806-771-0973. Uh, talked about Coach Buff, who had the the beer slung his way, and he picked it up off the court. He tweets, "Chin up, gangsta! You knew the road was rough before you took it. That's why you took it." So some uh, rough times over there at the Womble, but it could be worse. You could be Louisville, DePaul, a lot of schools. A lot of schools. We mentioned a lot of them earlier this week. Oklahoma State. Well, I don't want to say that quite yet. <laughs> well, I mean, it doesn't matter what happens the rest of the way. You already yeah, smacked but, them once, and they're – Yeah, but you feel even worse if you lose that yeah, game. Yeah, you're right. You're I right. Mean, the, your next two games, your opponents have uh, a combined eight wins in conference play. What you have currently. You don't want to lose either one of those teams. And we were back there going, I think we're going to go undefeated down the stretch. It's going to be undefeated. Do you believe this on the the big board over here, you know, where it says tonight we have high school fan zone at 6 and Lady Raider basketball against TCU at 6 on uh, 107.7 Yes FM, that Clint has 11 first try trash can shots made? Do you believe that? I think that's that is absolutely false. Well, one, I want to know where he sits. That changes the dynamic. He sits right there. He sits here, so it's a little bit closer. You got a couple feet. Jamie sits where you're located. That's a couple feet away. Jamie is much shorter. He doesn't have the reach of Clint, and I'm pretty sure Jamie's only taken one shot. So he did that yesterday. Clint. After all, you only get one shot. How do you have 11 first tries? I don't understand that. Well, like each day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like today he'll come in. And just. Yeah. No, I don't believe it. All right, I'm going to do something on air right here. I'm going to throw my shoe at it. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. The left shoe. So he's going, yeah, he's going righty. 
tomahawk style. Tom, yep. Problem is, you may have to bank this. Yeah, because you can't. Because that thing's okay. In the way. Yeah, you 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 cannot uh, have any arc on this. I don't want to hear the noises that that would make hitting whatever is up there. What if I put a hole in the wall or break the window? I don't think you would do either one, but I would suggest not throwing at the window right above the. Yes! Well, I guess you're on the board now. Are you ready to do this? Yes, I am. All right, two, three, four. <laughs> ba, 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 basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! Ba, 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 basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! Ba, 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 yeah. basketball, gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm gonna dunk it! All right, so... uh we got to put my name on the list now. Yeah, you got to write that bad boy up I just there. threw my left shoe. What is that, about 12 feet? Yeah. 13 feet? On a line, again. Thank you for that advice. I don't think I'd have made it without that advice. I was going to go a little bit higher, and I'd probably hit the lamp up there. Yeah, you would have clipped that light. But the um, barn doors up there. There's not a lot of room for error there because that thing juts out. Yeah, you have a bad angle. I See, you, you can only bank. And if you bank it off of the wall, there's the... the the likelihood is it's going to go off this way. This angle I have, I can bank it off the side right. of that. I have right. three different walls. I could bank it twice and go in. So, uh, not impressed at all with Clint's 11. All right. Uh, I'm glad it didn't happen, but I would have loved to have seen someone deck Cunningham. Me too. I'm shocked a blow wasn't thrown somewhere on the floor. Uh, our guys did a good job of keeping their heads. I'm just telling you. Why is it being called a hard hip check? The hit was like a strong safety knocking a receiver in the field. Old man Brock lowered his shoulder and intentionally tried to take Williams out. Cunningham is a jerk, and I've never liked him, and last night gave me another reason not to. I can understand diving on the floor for a loose ball, but with him, once he realized he wasn't going to reach the loose ball, he made a beeline for Darian. Well explained, user G-C-U-R-E. You're right. It's like, I'm going for the ball, can't get the ball, I'm going to get the person. And that was Darian Williams. If Chuck is driving them down to Fort Worth, what is the over-under <laughs> on how many speeding tickets Chuck will get? Two and a half? Question mark. If Chuck was driving the bus and the team was actually busing to Fort Worth, it would look like that uh, Simpsons meme, the grandpa or whatever, he walks in, puts his hat on the thing, and then he turns around and walks right back out. Or that little kid, the little baby walking into the room and just... Krista Gerlich walking up the steps, makes the shocked face, turns around and walks right back mm. out. They, they're they not riding. They're not riding with the... Uh, and then you got Ralph in the back of the bus. I'm in danger. <laughs> I'm in danger. Uh, no, I that Chuck is Chuck and, and Mark Finkner <laughs> are, are driving. The basketball team finding their way there themselves. Over under two and a half is that what it was for tickets? There? I'm going way under. I think he'll. I think he'll. I would put it at a half. I think Mark would just say, "You know what, Chuck? I got this drive." I think I don't. I wonder if they split time. That's something I want to know from Chuck Hines. If they split halfway, or if he's sitting in the back right now, <laughs> being chauffeured all the way to Fort Worth. Excuse me. No, chop, chop. No, he rings the bell. Oh, yeah, he's got to ring the bell. Can we get some ice cream back here? Ice cream. 
Uh, Chuck, I love you, but that's one of the more disturbing things I've ever heard. The bell. I just... Man. Brock looked like he expected to be called for the foul. He'd be surprised it was flagrant. In my mind, that's because the refs have let the games get too physical. There are a lot of elbows being thrown and extended to clear space. That used to be called fouls. The UT big guy did that a lot, and Pop did it at least once on a drive. Both would have been fouls in previous years. Mark from Olive Branch, Mississippi. No, they wouldn't, Mark. You said a lot right, but at the end, you said it wrong. This league has been this physical for a long time. I do think it's gone up a notch this year, but it, I mean, you remember when, um, was it Kalena Azabuki um, destroyed Justin Gray on that screen? I mean, we, we've had scenarios like this where it's just uh, a bloodbath. And that's what Big 12 basketball has turned into this year. You're exactly right on that, Mark. But in previous years, I think it would have been nearly the same. It's been a physical league for a long time. Yes. But right now, there's times where it's getting ridiculous. And I thought they did a decent job of trying to blow the whistle and keep it tame for the most part. And, you know, hey, Marcus Pettigrew, he threw up the X, which is an intentional foul as soon as Brock Cunningham did that, while Fran's over there going, that's good basketball. Marcus Pettigrew's got intentional, and then they run him out of there. They did a good job with that. They did a good job. I thought they handled it well all around. I actually talked to Chuck before he left. They kind of kept it on the down low because if they would have said, this guy's out of here, how much of a mess that would have been as he was going to the locker room. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Ask those questions through the Ace Flooring Center chat line. On the 100.7 The Score mobile app, presented by Happy State Bank, the Hacks Collier and Lucas edition of this program. We'd love to get your questiones and fire out some answers. It's a regular, uh, <coughs> excuse me, episode of The Office out there right now, David. Really? It's a new copier being oh. delivered. Did you watch the copier versus chairs episode? Yes, I did. The copiers okay. versus chairs versus bonus episode, right? Because what is that? Isn't that the same one where you go Michael into Burlington Coat Factory yeah. <laughs> with six hundred dollars? You are a king. <laughs> I love Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> Out of all the things to put a stand yeah. up for, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, like for me, it'd be like I love Hideaway Pizza. For him, it's I love Burlington Coat, Coat Factory. Factory. But, uh, yeah, it looks like a new copier out there. Wow. Black um, stands about four feet tall, so it's a heavy-duty guy out there. Uh, just started listening, asking for Hax's thoughts on opposing team players' antics last night. It, listen, it's a rivalry game. There's going to be massive amounts of smack-talking. Texas earned its right to smack-talk. You know that they had a big chip on their shoulder because of how many times they've been beaten by Tech and the circumstances that they've been beaten by Tech over these last years when the Red Raiders have won 7 of 11 and then 13 of 21 in the last however many years. Um, They, 
I get, this is what worried me the most about last night. Uh, well, second most, because we sat here and said, if you don't have Warren and you don't have yeah. McMillan, you're in big trouble. Um, the, it, the, I could see, I, I tried to put myself in their shoes, and they're going, all right, boys, we're 8 and 10. Right? Mm-hmm. No, 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 not no, no, even, no. Yeah. We're 6 and 8. Yeah. We're 6 and 8 in conference. If we can somehow go on the road, this crazy environment and when we're seven and eight guess who comes up next the poor oklahoma state cowboys yep okay who you think's gonna win that game in austin yeah now you're eight and eight now you're eight and eight i don't know what the next one is but i know what the last one is oh you at home where they'll be a favorite yes with a win last night they're like okay hey we were panicked there for a while because we dropped four games at home. But now, look, Joe Lenardi's got us in the NCAA tournament, which he does now. So that kind of motivation, yeah. Now, um, that's what I said in the post game too, is I said, hey, it's a rivalry game. There's going to be smack talk. There's always, always that. Um the only problem that I had the entire night with the the conduct of Texas was Brock Cunningham. That's it. Everybody else, hey, it's a ball game. Yeah. And they earned the right to let you know about it. Yep. I mean, it, as frustrating as it might be, you know. I, I, I know it's not like this, but there has to be something said and you don't want to give them – you kind of – you know, gave them their just due or whatever, but they're going to everybody's Big 12 arena and getting the let's beat them, you know, and send them to the SEC with their tail between their legs. Every single night they go on the road. And they're able to do it last night. I mean, there's something to be said for that, you know, as much as you hate that. And they, they're they not coming back here for probably – Ever for basketball. Right. It, next week for baseball. Yeah, next week for baseball, but probably never again for baseball. That's one of those uh, season opening opening classics at Arlington. In Arlington, it seems like. But they got the job done, and what everything you just said, they were able to take care of their business in a game that they needed more than you, and unfortunately looked like they wanted more than you. And that's, again, you're limited without Warren Washington, and we're beginning to see just how limited over right. the last few games. Let's cycle through some of these. Yeah. Do you think Rodney Terry keeps his job? Absolutely, I do. Yeah, now. Um, you know, uh, number one, I don't think they care terribly about hoops. Um, uh, number two – He's had the job for a year and two months, and you got to give him the chance. I mean, you you made the decision after uh, he saved, you know, pretty much saved the program after Beard did what he did, and uh, yeah, he keeps his job. Um, what a, what model is the new copier? <laughs> is it at least a Xerox? I don't know. You want me to go check real quick? Yeah, go check. I'll go check. 
just out there in the hallway. And then, yeah, let me know. Bench warmers, when's the uh, last time someone flipped you the bird while driving? Um, it's been a while. I almost got run over. I live on a curve. And so when you back out, if somebody's trying to get out and go to work in a hurry, they come flying around that curve and they don't care that you've are that, that when you made the decision to back out that they weren't there. And then, so now you've started to turn it towards the highway and they come burning around the corner. Is it a Xerox? Not a Xerox. Okay, we're about to get it. Dave's back. Back again. I don't even know where the copy room is. So people are like, what are you looking for? I was like, where's the copier? It's where it's supposed to be. I was like, I don't know where it's supposed to be. No. I just work here. Kiyosara. Okay. Kiyosara. Not bad. Uh, Del Conte will whine and complain if basketball is ever discussed. They'll never come here while he's still around. And then, Big Huey, you're right, but the next guy or girl won't either. So, yeah, this is is it. That's what stinks about last night. For how much Texas claims there's no rivalry, they sure didn't act like it last night. There's some truth to that. It's a rivalry. They wanted to leave here and every other town that they are leaving with a win every single time. So every game's a rivalry for them right now. Right? Every single game that they play the rest of this, all this basketball season was a rivalry game because everybody wanted to send them and Oklahoma out with losses. And I totally understand that. And then they play Oklahoma, who's a rival anyway. So every single one of their games was a rivalry game. Yeah, I don't know if rivalry's the word. It's a uh, spiteful game. Yeah, but I'm, they want to win it just as much as you because they want to say, huh, last time we're ever playing you, suckers, right? Choice in Kyocera. He texted Kyocera. <laughs> <laughs> my sources say it was a Kyocera. Uh, my sources. Sources indicate it's a Kyocera. Oh, man. Um, let's see here. That's kind of like, uh, you know what, that maybe he's just doing a bit. Because Did you get the. He texted me Nebraska after I said Nebraska. I said Kiyosara on the air. He's just not listening to the show. Might be on the app, too. It's a little slow. I know, that's true. Um, did you get the flip bird? Somebody flipped you the bird when you're driving? Oh, last time. It's happened within the last year, no doubt about it. Somebody in a big diesel truck getting mad at me because I wouldn't let him cut me off to get off the uh, exit when they could have just easily, just as easily gone behind me. I've had a guy follow me afterwards for, oh, yeah, drive up beside me, you know, do all that jazz. Yep. Surprisingly, I do pretty good in road rage incidents. Well, or things. (laughs) That sounded so bad. Uh um, I do great in road rage incidents. <laughs> that sounds so bad. Uh, incidents that could cause road rage, I usually don't go there. I'm I'm usually pretty darn calm and patient. I can only remember two instances in my life where I went true road rage. I'm not a defensive driver. Yeah. But I don't like people like dropping kids off at the 
in the line at school. If we're in a line, wait in the line like everybody else. Don't cut me off and get in the front and then look at me whenever I'm not letting you in. Sorry. I had to wait three minutes in line. You're going to wait as well. Thanks to Collier. Thanks to Lucas. I'm Hacks. We appreciate you listening to the end of the bench. Bottom line. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.